Ooh. What's up, Internet? My name is David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Yeah. Thank God it's Friday. The ooh is less fun now that you don't laugh every time. I'm like trying to do funny things to get you to laugh at it, and you're just kind of like, oh. I mean, there was always going to be a point where it became less funny to me. I'm sorry. You mean 65 shows in? I mean, I feel like that's a pretty good streak. And it's not even 65 morning shows, it's also the podcast that we did before that, where I would always laugh. You know what I mean? Like, you did well. You did really, really well. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. But, um, Richard Sim 7 in the chat says, change it up, just scream it. <laughs> Please don't do that. One day, one day I will. Mark one downstairs will. will be like, what the f Like, that would be awful. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to start coming up with different ways to do it. I really do worry about people who click into the YouTube videos, and they've never seen a Nerdy Nightly anything, and, and they click on the it. And that's the first thing they see. And they They're see like, one of the ones Ooh. where I'm like... Ooh, what's up, internet? My name's David Webb. <laughs> they're like, yeah, and no. They're like, what they're am like, I watching? They're like, ban this channel. Never let me see. Ban Nerdy Nightly across all social media. Block, delete. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like our president. <laughs> nice segue. That was good. In the news. Not, um, not my president. Well, yeah. The hashtag not my president. Um, not my president. <laughs> you're saying that as a Canadian. Yes. I no. I'm I'm more than willing to acknowledge Donald Trump is still the president of the United States, and I'm more than willing to acknowledge it because I'm like, please do something about that. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's fix that, shall we? But in interesting entertainment news, we're doing right to the news. We are. We'll talk Jumping about ourselves right later. Into the news. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump has been banned across Facebook indefinitely. Bless. Uh, but at least until after the inauguration of President-elect Joseph R. Biden, who has been, um, I really hope his middle initials are. I Isn't think that's it? true. Yeah. Okay. You know I what? I, I Sometimes I say things and then I'm like, did I just get that wrong? No, no, you're um, But uh, they certified the votes for Joseph Biden this week, um, despite the fact that there was a challenge on the floor. Uh towards some of the states. Mm -hmm. There were supposed to be six challenges, I believe, initially, but after what happened, obviously, uh, things changed. And yep. the, there were two. There was one before the insurrection uh, of Arizona. Uh, yeah. It mm -hmm. failed miserably because it's ludicrous. Garbage. Uh, and then, even after the events, Joseph Hawley, or no, not Joseph, Josh, Joshua Hawley. I was like, what? I, I've never heard of this man before this week. Give me a break. I don't care. I really don't care what his name is, to be honest. Uh, jo Josh Hawley went ahead with his objection as a senator towards mm -hmm. the Pennsylvania electoral vote, meaning that he was claiming... That it was wrong. He was claiming that they changed the rules of the election in order to have an election because of the pandemic, which they did. 100% they did. They allowed mail-in ballots because there's a pandemic. But Josh Hawley decided he was going to be the man who stood up for America. Oh, and uh, one of the few joys of this week has been watching Josh Hawley, the seditionist traitor from Missouri, lose his political career overnight. If you guys don't know this, both of the biggest newspapers in Missouri, the state that elected the man, have called for him to resign from his seat. Um, the, he's a special kind this of is person. Insane. The donor, 
The donor who gave him the money that put him in office mm -hmm. has asked that he be officially censured by the Senate? The, his mentor, the GOP member who basically, whose seat he took over, has, at, um, has publicly said that pushing him to replace uh, in his seat uh -huh. is the greatest mistake of his life. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, you need to uh, have uh, screwed up real bad. Josh, Josh, Josh Hawley is, like, he'll, he, he probably won't resign because he's, you know, th th these, these, these people don't resign. No, God. you know what I mean. No, he's no, no. he's so stubborn. Um, but his his career's his career's over. Like he's never. <laughs> no one is ever going to support him after this. No. Um. But uh, the reason I wanted to talk about Josh Hawley today is because he did he did something that pisses me off. It's one of my biggest pet peeves, and it's people who invoke the Constitution of the United States, um, but they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, Josh Hawley. Uh, the first line of his Twitter bio is constitutional lawyer. He puts that before uh, being a husband to Aaron, dad, and Elijah. Um, but here, he's, the first thing, the first thing in his Twitter bio is that he's a constitutional lawyer. And this was his tweet. This could not be more Orwellian. Simon & Schuster is canceling my contract because I was representing my constituents leading a debate on the Senate floor on voter integrity. A, the, the publishers of his book mm -hmm. said that because he's a treasonous, seditionist douche canoe, they're not going to publish his... Sorry, we're translating. For Sorry, us. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, this is this is me paraphrasing. Uh, yeah, I, I might be editorializing it a little bit. Um, I like your. Version. They have now decided to redefine as sedition because it was sedition. They defined it. They did not redefine it. It was sedition before you did it. Uh, and, and he goes on. Let me be clear. This is not just a contract dispute. It's a direct assault on the First Amendment. Nope, it's not. He goes on, only approved speech can now be published. So, Josh Hawley is, uh, sorry, let's go back to his Twitter bio. The first line of his Twitter bio is that he is a constitutional lawyer. Josh Hawley, hi. My name is David Webb. I am a 28-year-old musical theater actor with a degree in musical theater. Here's the tea. I have never been to law school. I am going to explain to you, the constitutional lawyer now, what the constitutional amendment that you are bringing up means. The First Amendment has nothing to do with your book being published by a private company. You're an idiot. This is the First Amendment, alright? The First Amendment says that I can say that you are a vile piece of human filth. I can say that, and there's nothing you can do. The government can't do anything, because the government cannot affect my speech. I'm allowed to say whatever I want, and the government can't do anything about it. You are a member of the government. You can't do anything to me for saying that you're a douche canoe who should be kicked out of office. Now, this video is going to be published on YouTube, because that's where we put the morning show. When this goes up on YouTube, that site, which publishes our content, can say, you know what, David, we don't like that. We don't want that on our site, and so we are going to take it down. At that point, there is nothing I can do because YouTube is the publisher of the content and they are a private company. As a conservative, you like private companies, usually, until they don't align with what you want them to do. YouTube can take my video down and I can't do anything because the First Amendment doesn't protect that. 
You're supposed to be a constitutional lawyer. Mm-hmm. Go back to Yale. Give them your degree. You don't deserve it. Get out of office. Go back to Missouri. Get a farm and spend time away from humanity maybe for the rest of your life. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Your career's over, dude. So sorry. But you, 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 you really... Yeah, you <laughs> I, I don't even know. know. Like this is Josh Hawley was a name that no one knew last week mm-hmm. and now is going to be a name that exists next to the word treason and sedition for the rest of time. Yeah. This is the only thing this man is going to be remembered for. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, mm-hmm. he screwed up. And <laughs> constitutional lawyer like what an idiot i honestly i honestly just feel bad like he is like it looks like from his twitter bio it looks like he has three children oh my god now have to live with him being their father so i i kind of feel bad for his kids i'm not gonna lie um and probably his wife i mean i don't know she might be a nice person and she just like married incorrectly but like, <laughs> it's like so dumb. How, how, yeah. How did you get your degree? The, like, I'm not gonna lie. I I think part. I I want to be very open about the fact that part of the reason why I'm so upset is that Josh Hawley, the seditionist traitor to the United States, used the opportunity of the attack on the Capitol. Mm-hmm. In the moments of that attack, he was fundraising, and I think that that's disgusting. Ted Cruz was too. Ted Cruz is also a piece of garbage, but we've known that for years. Yeah, that's not. Josh Hawley is trash. And Trump is going down in a, in, in a Hindenburg flame. And trash belongs with trash. Yeah. So. And Josh Hawley is just, he's kindling on that fire. So. Yeah. Good morning show, everybody. Hey, happy Friday. This is where we talk about the entertainment news, but yes. today I'm the one being entertained hey, by myself. Sometimes, sometimes you know, you just gotta let it out publicly on the internet for other people to enjoy. I just don't, I don't understand. There are so many people who are ostensibly supposed to be smart. Yeah. Who tweet the dumbest things. I know. Like I don't know what it is about Twitter. Like how stupid do you mix, have to be? I don't know. To misunderstand the First Amendment. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever, his career is done. Honestly, yeah, that's, it's, it's not like, here's, here's the nice part about this. It's not like there's any, like, debate. It's not like anybody's like, oh, but everyone is like, yikes. Like, oh, I, I think we're all on the same page. I have zero fear of reprisal for what I just said, because the GOP is like, dude, Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell was like, like, Josh, stop. He's like, just, just. We're not doing this. Yeah. We can't. It's so. Oh, God. It's so dumb. See, this is definitely the entertainment news. I'm very entertained. <laughs> Just, I can't. I can't. I hate it. I hate it so much. Y'all, we have a main story. If you clicked into this video to watch us talk about Star Wars and you made it through that, congratulations. But now we are going to talk about Star Wars. I promise. Y'all, we received so much good Star Wars news goodness a few weeks ago. Yes, we did. It was delightful. It was a lot of fun for us. It was a lot of fun, and what ended up happening was there was no announcement about the Kevin Feige Star Wars project that Mm -hmm. had been rumored for so long. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, I guess Lucasfilm decided not to go ahead with that. That's fine. That makes sense. They've got so much Star Wars coming. Yeah. And then I woke up this morning to every single news source talking about the fact that Michael Waldron, the writer and executive producer behind Marvel's upcoming series, 
Loki. I'm so excited. Is writing Kevin Feige's secret Star Wars movie? Ooh. What? Like, I don't know why. Wow, that's a great picture. Um, <laughs> Doesn't he kind of look like Henry Cavill? No. Okay, never mind. No, I don't. I don't think so. I love that it's like a secret. You know what I mean? Like they give us so much Star Wars. I I I don't really understand. Like, why didn't why didn't they just announce this at the same time? Um, for a few reasons. They they probably didn't have anything to announce at the time. Like all they have right now is a writer and a producer. Um, I guess. Uh, they might. They, they, I, they didn't. I don't think they like technically announced this. I think this is just kind of like this got out. Mm. Um, but also like this is. Gotcha. Yeah, th this has been under the radar since 2019, um, and they only. They, yeah, so this is just recent, is why. Gotcha. Okay. Are you excited? Are you excited for, like, a competing Star Wars franchise? <laughs> Because this is, this is ostensibly, like, produced by Lucasfilm, but, like, Kevin Feige isn't part of Lucasfilm. He's Marvel. Right. So, I, I'm just, I'm curious about what the, um, I'm curious about what the, I, I'm just curious about where this takes place. Uh, How much involvement know. does the Lucasfilm story group have in a movie that is outside of, just, like, I, I, I just sure. don't know. Yeah. Where, where do you want this movie to take place? We know we're getting the Rogue Squadron movie. Oh my god. Which is going to be, like, post-Return of the Jedi. We know that Taika Waititi is making a movie whenever he wants, because he's Taika Waititi. Like, just let him do whatever he wants. Truly. We should just, there should just be a bank account, where everyone just puts money in, and then Taika Waititi does whatever he wants with it, and we all get the joy of his comedy. It should be like wow. a tax. Like, we all pay the Taika Waititi tax. Wow. Jesus. And once a year, we get a movie from Taika Waititi. Oh God, that's absurd, and I love it. How about how about instead of Taika Waititi, it's um it's it's a morning show fund. <laughs> Why do you want to what? Are you like you want to pay your bills or something? Like... I I you know I would love to to not be in debt one day, one day. Right now I'm aiming for like you know like like forty six. Hopefully by then maybe. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Babe, we're online content creators. <laughs> we're always going to be in debt. That's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what I want this to be. There's so much that's coming out. I don't know. I, I don't even know where I, what, where to start. I don't know. What, what do you want it to be? Um, I, Kevin Feige is a producer who I would trust to make the epic, giant, m many thousand Jedi versus many thousand Sith war kind of battle. Um, so I would hope that this was Old Republic. I, I would love for this to be... Uh, I, I want Kevin Feige to bring the production brain that he had in Endgame to that kind of scale mm -hmm. to a action sequence in Star Wars involving 500 lightsabers. Um, because it's, it's, you know, it's the dream that we've only seen in the cinematic trailers for Star Wars The Old Republic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I want that in a movie at some point. Yeah. I just want to see it. You know what I mean? Like, the end of, um, the end of Attack of the Clones is the most lightsabers we've seen in live action yes. thus far. Which was, like, very memorable. <laughs> it's very memorable, but, you know, yeah. it was, it was, it was a bunch of Jedi fighting a, a bunch of CGI. And... 
I, I'm not taking that away from George Lucas. I, you know, the importance of the prequels to modern filmmaking is is way undervalued, mm -hmm. and and the leaps forward we made in CGI because of the work that uh, Luke's film did with the prequels is important. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, th those movies are very very CGI, and especially now you can really see that there, there were no practical droids on set or yeah. practical clones either. Um, and so I, I, I want to see, I want to see a live action space battle, um, that has the scope of the battle from Endgame. And I don't think we've ever really gotten that. Yeah. Um, and so that, that, that that's cool. what I'm looking at. Yeah. I, I, I would be very, very happy with that, honestly. Yeah. I, I, I it's, it's what I've always wanted. I, I want there to be, um, Alejandro in the chat said good idea, but costs too much. I, I promise you, Alejandro, it doesn't. They they have a lot. They of made Endgame. Yeah. Oh, too yeah, many salaries. But here's the thing, Alejandro. The thing is, the the majority of the Jedi in that fight don't need to be actors, right? Yeah. Like, I I don't want them all. I don't want to know who every single person that fight is. No, you only no. need six or seven important characters on each side, and then a bunch Which is of way less than Endgame. A bunch of incredible stunt people, and like, look, I think stunt people should get paid more for the work that they do. That's just my personal opinion, but, yeah. um, you know, it wouldn't, it, you're not paying 500,000 to each person for the days they're on set. Mm -hmm. Um, only kind of the leads would get that. Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly, like you could make that movie with a bunch of, un a bunch of really talented unknowns. Keep the budget down. It's true. This Don't could spend be... $75 million on Robert Downey Jr. And like, yeah. you could. This could be a breakout for so many people. You know what I mean? Like th mm -hmm. this kind of, um, of movie, this kind of story, um, that, that would be really dope, actually. Well, it's it's tough to think about it now, but when they made the original Star Wars movie, none of those people were celebrities. Like, n none of the people in Star Wars were huge stars. I mean... Except Al Guinness. Samuel Jackson? No, no, I'm talking about the original Star Wars Oh, films. I was like... Um, <laughs> and, like, Daisy Ridley wasn't a huge star before Star Wars. No. Um, I think that you, you can kind of... <clears throat> you can take... A bunch of unknowns and build a new Star Wars around them and yeah. like you know and maybe not complete unknowns like you know get people who are good you know experienced at least um but I, I I don't want you know I don't want to see them take some celebrity and put them in Star Wars yeah, um, yeah we don't we don't need it you know give it's us, distracting yeah, yeah yeah give us give us give us somebody that we don't know who we get to like like, the, the one thing that I did love about Ray is it wasn't like I was watching, like, um, Jennifer Lawrence or somebody that I was like, that's this person from, the, the, you know, it Can was... you imagine Jennifer Lawrence in Star Wars? No. I can. I cannot. It would be great. <laughs> that would be wild. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not looking at the person and associating them with something else. I, I kind of love when it's when you have a movie like this that where it's just like fresh blood it's like a fresh impression like looks like meat's back on the menu boys <laughs> okay could have phrased that a little better but you know what i mean we're not vampires we promise we just don't go outside yeah <laughs> and and i'm definitely not super pale this show has been wild i don't know what you've heard but <laughs> um so in K2SO, we got a comedian, you know, there's been kind of a, there's been a, um, 
trend in Star Wars, ever since C-3PO really, to have a funny man in a droid costume. Mm-hmm. If there's going to be a new like funny man in a droid costume, who who do you think would make a good droid in Star Wars? Because Alan Tudyk was amazing as K-2SO. Um, obviously C-3PO. I mean, you know, Anthony Daniels as C-3PO is a, a legend. Yeah. Who would you, if you had to cast a, like, a funny person as a droid in Star Wars, who would it be? A funny person as a droid. Yeah. Hmm. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I want Phoebe Waller- Phoebe- I, I think I'm getting this right, but Phoebe Waller-Bridge is, um, the- is from Fleabag, right? I'm not- I'm not getting that wrong. Oh, she was in Solo. Yeah, yeah. She was in Solo as, um, L337. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's- I want Phoebe Waller-Bridge to write Star Wars movies. I don't- I don't know her very well at all. She wrote, um, Killing Eve- the critically acclaimed oh. TV show. She also wrote and starred in Fleabag, and she was L three three seven. Kevin Hart. Right. Um, P- Dark Dispatch brings up Peter Dinklage, but I would love for Peter Dinklage to be in the older public in the Alec Guinness role. Mm. Um, I would love for Peter Dinklage to be like one of the um, either one of the villains, or I would love for him to be one of the like Jedi masters. Yeah, yeah, I would love Peter. That. Actually, you know what I want? I want Peter Dinklage with a lightsaber. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Can you imagine? Oh, he would be so good. That would be, that would be really cool. Or if he was like the villainous, like leader of the Galactic Republic, who was like working against, if he was like an evil senator working against the Jedi, uh-huh. I'd be down for that. That would be amazing. What I'm saying is if Peter Dinklage wants to be in a movie, I will watch it. Oh, 100%. Except Tiptoes. I'm never watching Tiptoes again. It's trash. Oh, okay. I'd- Gary Oldman plays a little person. Oh. And Peter Dinklage is in the movie. Oh boy, that's... Mm. Yeah, it's Matthew McConaughey and... Um, it's Matthew McConaughey like brings his girlfriend home to meet his family and his father's a little person played by Gary Oldman. And it's... <laughs> it's it's so rough. Yikes. It's it's like... it's Yeah, it's 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 offensive in, in a lot of ways. And, but, and it's, but they've like people playing little people and then Peter Dinklage is also there. Yeah, it's... it's, it's that is very weird. It's not great. Yeah, it's bad. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, but other than that, Beard English, I'll watch anything you're in. I, I would I would cast, I think, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds as a droid in Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, because then you get the comedy of Ryan Reynolds without being distracted by the fact that it's Ryan Reynolds. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I think it'd be really, really good. I think it, yeah, I, 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 that, that, that would be my ideal casting, I think. Yeah. And honestly, like, I would love, here's the thing, I think that Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> Shin is bringing up that he voiced Pikachu. He did voice Pikachu. Yeah, that's um, true. In Detective Pikachu. That's and true. he was great. Honestly, he was great in Detective well, Pikachu. Well, he's humorous, he's a, he's a <clears> funny guy, <throat> a very talented actor, very talented voice actor, like, mm-hmm. he's, I think he could really do it. And honestly, I would hope that they, I, I would hope that he would be in as a producer as well, because I have found that Ryan Reynolds has been very smart about the scripts of his movies. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. kind of brilliant. Yeah. John Mulaney, John Mulaney would be good too. Yeah. John would have to be, like, a butler droid, though. <laughs> a butler droid. Well, C-3PO is essentially a butler. Yeah, yeah, <clears> I guess so. In the, in the, um, in the Clone Wars TV show, he, he does that a lot more. Mm-hmm. He's a butler for, uh, Padme Amidala in a lot of those scenes. C-3P <laughs> Kachua. 
<laughs> I need that crossover, please. Thank yeah, you. no, that's a, that's a good that's a good pull. I would love Thanks. to see Ryan Reynolds as a droid. I just you know like his physicality, I think is um, is very strong, mm-hmm. um, as well as the voice actor. I just yeah, I think. Damn. Simmer, I would as well, but if if he was a droid, you wouldn't be able to see him, and like I'd be just. Kind oh, of, you're like, talking about sad. how Canadian Simmer brought up Henry Cavill. Yeah. No, I don't want him to be a droid. I want Henry Cavill to be like. Um, I would want him to be a Sith. Yeah. <gasps> Am I saying Cavill? He's Cavill, right? Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill. I don't know. I've said both many times. Henry Cavill. Oh, Henry Cavill. Wow, I hate that. He puts together pieces. He's Henry Cavill. Oh, my God. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Speaking of... Hey, speaking of Henry Cavill, um, uh, he put out a statement. We had talked on the show earlier about how he had hurt himself on the set of The Witcher. Mm -hmm. uh, And so he put out a statement uh, just recently saying that he is in lockdown here in the UK. So I'm using my once a day outdoor exercise to go for my first jog since my hamstring injury. It wasn't fast uh, in this time about his recovery. It, cert- it wasn't fast and certainly wasn't far, but it's been a major step in my recovery and my first step to getting back into the groove after Christmas that may have involved more than a few cups of malt wine and then exceptionally fat turkey. I mean, huh. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope he's okay. <laughs> yeah, me too. Hamstring, Hen- hamstring injuries are tough. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Henry Cavill knows how important his health is to me personally. And to my mental health. So, your, Henry Cavill, your, ment- your physical health matters a great deal to my mental health. So please get better. Yeah. Yeah. We, we love you. <clears throat> there aren't a lot of movie stars anymore that I, like, love, love the way that I used to. I used to, like, fawn over movie stars. Yeah. And, like, there's, pe- there's a lot of people that I adore. But Henry Cavill is on a very short list of people that I, like, truly, like, like, stan. Yeah, yeah, I I would agree with that. You know what I mean? I think it's because he feels kind of, like, more relatable to us because he's, like, got that, like, nerdy gamer thing Mm -hmm. going for him. Um, And, you know, like, he's he's just such a, like, treasure, and I adore him. Uh, Yeah, I, I, I... Henry Cavill, to me, feels very close to me in that, like, if you were to, like, inflate me with helium, I would look like that. I'm sorry. If we inflated you with helium and you flew up into the air because helium floats. Moving on. You would, uh, as far as uh, actors getting ready to get back to work, Brie Larson has also put out a public statement that Captain Marvel 2 is gearing up to start production and she is starting her workout plan to get into Captain Marvel shape, which means that you might have to see the first Captain Marvel. Yep. I, I hate that you're not excited for it. Captain Marvel is great. I heard mixed things. I, the, uh, it's good. The also, scrolls are really great. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've seen Brie Larson in some interviews, and she kind of irks me. Interesting. She kind of just seems, like, very full of herself. I don't know if that's true. I don't know, but I've just always been kind of off-put and, like, not interested in seeing the movie. Interesting. I don't know if that's, like, bad to say, and Brie Larson, I'm... Sorry if you're just a lovely human. I just, I don't know. It's one of those things where I just like, I'm like, uh, nah. I, I don't know. But we'll watch Have it. Have you seen Room? No. Interesting. I haven't seen anything with her in it. I've only seen her in like oh, interviews. I, like I haven't seen her as an actress. I've only seen her as like a human being mm-hmm. in like, 
Yeah, I don't know. Everyone should watch them. It's really tough. If you if you have any like trigger warnings around being kidnapped or something like that, I, I maybe don't watch the movie. Um, but um, it's it's about a, mo- a mother and her son who are like held by this man. Oh boy. Um, and it's about yeah, Jacob Tremblay plays the son, and it's it's the performance where he became like a star. Right. Um, uh, she is, uh, she's great, um, in that movie, and I I mean, that movie's Mm -hmm. unbelievable. Um, Fantaxia, okay, we're gonna get into this very briefly. Fantaxia said The Room is actually a really good movie. Fantaxia, The Room, room and Room, room very different films. The Room is a bad movie. I haven't seen it, (laughs) but... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Tom seems right. Just to watch The Room, unless you're high and with friends. Um, the Room is a weird movie that I adore, but... No, you're fine. We just want to make sure that distinction is there. Room is the one with Brie Larson. The Room, train wreck. It's, 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 it's the best train wreck. It's the best train wreck ever. I'm, I believe you. Oh, hi, Mark. Also, if you're going to watch The Room, immediately watch... The Disaster Artist right after, because it just, it's its a great experience. It is a perfect one-two punch. Uh, we'll do that. We'll do that. Oh, we have to. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah. That'll be like one of our days off, maybe, when we ever get one. <laughs> or we'll watch it with the patrons at some point. Fantaxi- maybe that'll be a catching up. Clarus will be The Room. Oh, God. Fantaxia, The Room is that movie that everybody quotes. They're like, I did not hit her. Oh, <clears throat> hi, Mark. Like, um, if you've ever heard anyone say that, that's The Room. <laughs> the Room is a movie about... A man who is engaged to a woman mm-hmm. who is cheating on him with his best friend. Also, there's this kid that just walks into their house all the time who owes money to a drug dealer who shows up with a gun at one point and then they like push him away and then he leaves and never comes back. Um, they play a lot of football um, and then the man and the fiance break up uh, and then... That's it. Wow. Riveting. <laughs> That's the plot of the movie. Riveting. I'm You're tearing me apart, Lisa! Yeah. There's a, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Fanta. You've oh, probably God. seen a lot of memes from the room and, like, mm. not known it. Yeah, it's the shot from the, it's the shot of the, like, seal, uh, the, 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 the roof of a building. And a guy walks out the door and he's like, I did, he, to no one. He just walks out saying this. I did not hit her. I did not. This is bullshit. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah, it's really weird. And it's like one of... It's one of the greatest... It's like the only thing What I is it? Tommy Wiseau. I've, Tommy I've, Wiseau is... Um, that's like the only like three seconds of the movie that I've seen. And so the the thing about the movie... The, the reason this movie became famous, despite having no budget and no reason for anyone to know what it was, was Tommy Wiseau, who is the producer, director, writer, everything. Um, he took out a billboard in Los Angeles for five years <laughs> promoting the room. And his personal phone number was on the billboard. And so it was like, if you want to see the room, call my phone number. And so, Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so it became this thing where there was this billboard in the middle of Los Angeles where if you wanted to see the room, you would call Tommy Wiseau, the director. <laughs> and what? Go to his house? And he would sell you a copy of the movie. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, it's insane. And people are people legitimately were like, oh, like this is a this is absurd. This is a money laundering scheme because the movie cost six million dollars, but it looks like it was shot for like twenty thousand. And people are like, oh yeah, yeah, no, this was it, it's fully a money laundering. Like Tommy Wiseau was this is this weird man who will not admit what how old he is. He won't say where he's from. He says he's from like I think like New Mexico, despite having an a Eastern European accent. Tommy Wiseau, people genuinely believe that he's a vampire. Thank you for subscribing, Orange. Five months. Thank you, Orange. People genuinely believe that Tommy Wiseau is a vampire because he will not admit anything about himself publicly. Who had all this money to make a movie himself. Six million. Despite not having a job. Uh, and so people genuinely believe that like he money laundered through making this insane film called The Room and then he was so proud of it that he wanted everyone to see it so he bought a billboard in LA which is expensive <laughs> for five years it's the craziest story didn't is didn't he try to tell people he's like oh no no we knew it was bad oh yeah yeah he's like, like he no no this is that's what I wanted yeah 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 isn't yeah um, mm-hmm sure yeah sure it's, dude sure <laughs> Uh, sure, sure, sure. Richard Tim Seven in the chat says Trump just tweeted to all those who have asked. Nobody I will asked. not be going to the inauguration on January. 20th. Nobody asked. Everyone did. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sorry to get political one more time. I know we got very political at the beginning, and I said some heated words towards seditionist traitor Josh Hawley. But uh, I want Trump at the inauguration. I want him to sit there and be an cry. adult. No, no, I want him to be an adult, and I want the country to move on. Yeah. And I think that the best thing for the country would be for Trump to behave like an adult for the first time in his presidency. Yeah. And sit there, shut up, and just and just let the world see that America is moving on from him. Yep. And I think that by not being there, it's 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 another childish move by a broken man. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's all I have to say about that. <clears throat> no, that's fair. Wow. What a guy. Um, y'all, we have a couple we have a couple of quick bits of news here at the, the end of the show. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw them out there. Great. Um The Hollywood Reporter has revealed the cast and creative team for a new Justice League animated movie called Justice Society World War II. Oh. Um the Justice Society is starting to pop up a lot in um, our, our mainstream superhero stuff that's coming out. Mm -hmm. Uh, there was a version of Justice Society on League of, Le uh, Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> I almost said League of Legends. Um, Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, the Justice Society features strongly in the Stargirl TV show, mm. uh, that's currently, uh, on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. Uh, and now, um, they're going to be a huge part of the upcoming Black Adam movie. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, the Justice Society, for those of you who don't know, is essentially the Justice League before the Justice League. Um, it involves, like, the original Green Lantern. Um, hmm. uh, it involves, like, Hourman, Hawkman, uh, Jay Garrick. Um, so so it's it's basically, essentially, before the Justice League was founded by the Seven, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, uh, Aquaman, Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter, and I missed one. Superman, Batman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman... Mm -hmm. Green Lantern, The Flash, um, uh, like, mm. six men and one woman. Um, it's a very diverse team. <laughs> um, the Justice Society predates them. And so uh, what happens in DC is we get these animated movies uh, that come out. This movie is coming out because Black Adam is going to have the Justice Society in it. Yeah. And they want people to be familiar with the Justice Society on a bigger scale. That makes sense. Because I, I, I mean, as... 
Like, as someone who does watch superhero movies, mm-hmm. I am not familiar with them at all. Um, they're great. Uh, the, the original Green Lantern is one of my favorite characters because his weakness is wood. Just wood. I'm sorry, so he can't, like, touch wood? Unclear. But you can, like, but, like, if you were to, like, hit him with a metal baseball bat, he'd be okay. But if you hit him with a wooden baseball bat, you, you'd ruin his day. Wow. It's it's better than the follow-up. Um, Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern after that, his weakness is the color yellow. <laughs> because yellow is the color of fear. Comic books, y'all. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's not a joke. Like Yellow his... is the color of fear. So, wait, the original <laughs> Green Lantern is, like, a sonic screwdriver. <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah. Oh, if you want to go into weird comic book weaknesses of old, of, of original DC characters, I have, I have a lot for you. Wonder Woman uh, originally lost her powers if her hands were bound together by a man. I don't like that. Yep. The, the creator of Wonder Woman was a, um, a BDSM enthusiast who was in a thruple with two women. Um, and oh. so there's a, if you read the original Wonder Woman comics, there's oh. a lot of BDSM in them. That makes sense. And so, yeah, uh, uh, no joke. Uh, Wonder Woman, she, if a man bound her hands together, she lost her powers. And that's a kid's comic book, y'all. Wow! I just want to throw out that um, <laughs> Potomsium said you could beat both of them with a yellow number two pencil. You could, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, But let's talk about the cast of this Wonder Woman movie. Or uh, it, It's not a Wonder Woman movie, but Wonder Woman will be the lead of this movie. Dope, I love um, it. Voiced by Stana... I, I have no idea how to pronounce this woman's name. And I love her, but her name is Stana Caddick, I think. Hmm. She is the star of Castle. Okay. Um, as well as Matt Bomer, who will be playing the Jay Garrick version of The Flash, uh, which is very exciting. Uh, then the cool. full cast is available online. Uh, a lot of the people in there I've never heard of before, um, which is exciting. You know, I'm, I'm excited to see this movie. I really like the DC animated movies. I think they do a really good job of creating... Um, uh, for, for much lower budgets, they, they, they I, I think that they punch above their budget a mm-hmm. lot of the time, and they create really, really interesting content. Yeah. Um, I really love a lot of the Batman ones that have been coming out lately. Superman Red Sun is really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I highly recommend uh, these animated films. Um, hopefully HBO Max is in Canada soon, so that I'll have an easier access to them. Yeah. Because um, they can kind of be hard to find sometimes if you don't want to buy the DVDs. Right. Um, and we don't have a we DVD don't have player. We room so. or a player, so yeah. We don't We don't have a way to watch a DVD or play a CD. Um, I guess, yeah. Like, DVD. legitimately, we don't... I, I was going to say maybe <clears throat> the Xbox, but the, I don't think the Xbox plays DVDs. Does the original Xbox have a DVD player in it? No, I don't think so. Huh. I don't think you can put a DVD in the Xbox. Canadian Simmer is uh, simping for Matt Bomer in the chat right now, which makes sense. He's a very attractive man. A hundred percent. He's a... Matt Bomer. If you guys aren't watching Doom Patrol, Matt Bomer's performance on Doom Patrol, talking mm-hmm. about the experience of being a gay man uh, who was in the closet in the military, is remarkable. Doom Patrol, as a TV show, is one of the more important superhero pieces of art that have been put out in the recent years, mm-hmm. and it truly is art. Um, the the way they talk about topics that other things could never talk about, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> particularly when they talk about Danny the Street. <clears throat> the uh, Danny the Street is a character who is a living street, um, and Danny the Street is uh, a, sh- a he transports around the world, 
Uh, and if you live on Danny the Street, you're safe from persecution. And a lot of the people who live on Danny the Street are um, trans um, <clears throat> people who would be othered by society. And uh, there's a cabaret at the center of Danny the Street. And as long as the cabaret keeps going, Danny's, uh, Danny stays alive as a street. Uh, and so it's, wow. it really talks, um, the show does an incredible job talking about uh, the power of creating safe spaces for people who are othered by society yeah. through mm -hmm. this allegory of Danny the Street. And it's, um, you know, there, there, there aren't a lot of examples of really good queer representation in superhero media. Mm -hmm. And we're getting better about that. But as far as, like, really good queer representation, I think Doom Patrol does uh, does leaps and bounds above what a show like it usually does. And I, I really respect that. And I, I love that show a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. And this, honestly, the story of Matt Bomer's character as a gay pilot in the military struggling with the fact that he's a homosexual man is 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 heartbreaking and, mm -hmm. and beautiful. And they do such a good job mm -hmm. of it. Um, yeah, uh, Doom Patrol is, is a, is a special show and I wish more people saw it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's also weird as hell. It's so weird. I love it. I'm um, here for that. But it's because it's so weird that it's able to tackle the things that it tackles. Yeah. <clears throat> so, sometimes, sometimes those are the best though. Oh yeah, it like, is. Like, yeah. Doom, Doom Patrol, the entire DC universe experiment of having that, it, it's all worth it because Doom Patrol came out of it and that mm -hmm. show is... Still happening on HBO Max. I believe they're getting a third season, and I can't wait for it. Mm -hmm. uh, last news story of the day, uh, Haley Steinfeld, mm -hmm. uh, who we all know is going to be Kate Bishop on the Hawkeye show. We've talked about that multiple times on the show. Yeah. Um, apparently, the reason it took so long to confirm, because everyone knew that she was supposed to do it, and it was really confusing. Like, why aren't they just saying it? Yeah. Um, apparently, the reason behind that is that they weren't 100% sure, because they wanted her. She had agreed to do it. But she is committed to her show on Apple TV, Dickinson, mm -hmm. the Emily Dickinson um, um, history parody okay. thing on Apple TV Plus. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the, the they weren't able to announce that she was actually going to be Kate Bishop until they had all the contractual details about her commitments to Dickinson worked out. Uh, and right. so... She put out a statement saying, uh, it's amazing to finally be able to confirm. It's such an honor to play in this role. I'm so excited uh, about it. It's so wonderful to be back at work. I feel so grateful. It's been a very crazy year of not knowing if that was going to happen. So uh, happy to be back at work and playing this character. Um, mm -hmm. I I really like Haley Seinfeld. Uh, mm -hmm. What she did in Bumblebee was amazing. I think that she's a talented actress. Yeah. I think she's going to be an incredible Kate Bishop. Mm -hmm. And she's good enough that um, I might actually open... Apple TV Plus and check out this Dickinson show. Yeah, I didn't, I've never heard of it. We have Apple TV Plus for like three more weeks. And we've never used it, so yeah. let's, let's say we at least got something out of it. Dolphin and I, two, our, uh, PG2 in the chat says Bumblebee 2, hopefully. Let's cross our fingers for that, because Bumblebee was great. Apparently. Bumblebee's, it's, I didn't see it. oh, it's so good. <clears throat> I'll watch it one day. Potomcium said the original Xbox has a separate DVD playback kit, but cannot play DVDs by itself. That makes sense. Yeah, we don't have a DVD player. No. Well, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll figure it out. I want a PS5. We'll figure it out. Oh, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> we'll figure it out. It's fine. It's fine. <clears throat> I feel sorry for my uh, Canadian yeah, Simmer she's... is simping for everyone in the chat today. <laughs> I love it. Canadian Simmer and I are on the same page. Yeah, I know. I feel that she's 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 lovely. I I, I, I think we should check out the show. I, I'm I would love to see it. Yeah, but that makes sense. That makes sense why it wasn't announced. Um, like that whole like 
back end of things. Yeah, contractual stuff. Is it, it takes forever and it's messy. And, you know, um, I'm all for doing things the right way. And mm-hmm. so I'm glad that that was all handled and taken care of. Which is really, really, really cool. Yeah. I will. I will watch Bumblebee at some point. Dark Dispatch got us um, Watchmen for Christmas on DVD. Which is why she's making that comment in the chat about buying us DVDs. Yeah. We, we're going to watch Watchmen from those DVDs as soon as our, we get a PS5. Dark well, Dispatch. So it's really up to Sony. Yeah. What? Nothing. I was like, wait, do I have a disk drive on my computer? But no. I don't. No, you do not. I do not have a disk drive. <laughs> It's fine. Well, 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 Dark Dispatch, it's going to happen. Yeah, no, it's fine. Well, we're going to have... We're getting a, a PS5. Yeah. Yeah. I need to play Miles Morales on the PS5, y'all. Yeah. It has to happen. So I'm, we, I think about it daily. We will have a DVD, a very expensive DVD player at some point. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of news today. That's a lot of news. We got a little political. Yeah, but, you know, it was, it was worth it. Yeah, it was. Some stuff needed to be said. <laughs> I've had a week, y'all. I've had a tough week. I'm not gonna lie. And telling Josh Hawley that he's a piece of crap makes me feel better. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know what? Someone's gotta tell him. Uh, well, the Kansas City Star did. <laughs> Big, right. Well, I think that's what the news called. The two biggest papers in Missouri both put it on their front page, so. Yep. 100%. 100%. I'm not usually one to pile on. Like, I don't, I don't love cancel culture. Because I think that a lot of times we pile on to people who we don't know. Yes. Um, but this is... But this time, this is one time where I'm like, nah, that guy's a traitor to the country. Yeah. Get there bent. are certain, like, lines that yeah. when you cross, I think it's like, you're trash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what a good show. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah. Thanks for being here, y'all. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, please do not forget to subscribe. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to our podcast feed um, and you're on, you're using Apple Podcasts, we would love if you could rate five stars. It yes. really does help us out. Please, please, please. Even if you don't listen to the podcast feed, go into your iPhone. You have the podcast app just because Apple just makes it appear there. Go yeah, you can't get search rid of it. The Nerdy Nightly and just rate us five stars. If you leave a review, we will read it. Let, you know what? I'm going to see, I'm going to see if we have any reviews and I'm going to read Talk a bit more, and I'm going to read a five-star review from oh, our podcast. Now? Yeah, we've said that if you leave us a review, we will read it out loud no matter what it says. No matter what it says. We will read it out loud on the show. So, uh, take that as you will. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm going to be, unfortunately, streaming again later today because I still <laughs> like an hour. have not beat Hades. So you can catch me, yeah, in, in roughly like an hour or two. Like, the latest I'll probably start is like 1 Eastern. Um, actually, no, because you are streaming, so I have to, like, start earlier, so, um... I'm going to stream later, though. Oh, right, right, right. So, David is also streaming tonight over here at twitch.tv slash nerdynightly. I'll be streaming, um, this afternoon at twitch.tv slash clarsdracaris. I'm going to try to beat Hades. I came so close yesterday, twice. It's going to happen. All right, y'all, this is a five-star review from Liza Bear Eyes. Liza, thank you. Want something nerdy list? I, I think that it's cutting off the title of the podcast. Oh, it wants me to listen to this podcast. Uh, love this podcast. David and Ariel make such a fun and informative atmosphere. Really enjoy listening to them on my car rides. <gasps> Liza Bear. Thank you, Liza. We adore you. Thank you. If thank you, you want your review to be read, just review the show. Just, yeah, throw up a review on Apple Podcasts and we will read it out loud on the show. We will. But that's it for today. That's it for today. Y'all, we are going to be both streaming today. So if you mm-hmm. want to see us, we'll, we'll be around. Yes. We'll be here. Yes, we will. 
Not here. She'll be at I mean, um, twitch.tv slash Clarus I will be streaming uh, twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly playing the demo for Monster Hunter Rise later today. You can follow us around social medias. But as we always say, my name is David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. Do something. Nerdy? Tonight. Tonight. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.